Hello, I'm Greg, joined by Toby Locke from the MK Citizen. Nice of you to show up this time, Greg. Oh, I, I, I thought you were going to point out that I was, thought I was so big time I didn't need to introduce myself properly. Right. I'm from MKFM. I present Drive every day. I Just like one name like Madonna. I'm Greg. <laughs> you know what the deal is. And Toby Locke's from the MK Citizen. We do uh, Don's on Saturday, 1 till 3 on MKFM every Saturday. All your uh, pre-match build-up for MK Don's. We record it in advance so that we can get to places like Tranmere on time. Uh, and that's what we're doing now. And this bit isn't going to go out on air. This is just for the podcast. It's like a, a, a limited edition, sort of little look behind the scenes mm. of Don's on Saturday. A little exclusive mm. bit. Um, anyway, you were saying nice of me to turn up. Yeah, because last time we arranged to meet Greg... Yeah selflessly decided to drive over to Greg's hometown and meet him yeah. in the pub, his local pub as well, yeah, 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 to, yeah, to watch yeah. a game of football. And, um, well, how late were you, Greg? I didn't miss any goals. Irrelevant. How late were you, Greg? <laughs> uh, well, I think it was about 20 past when we were supposed to meet, but you'd got there a little bit earlier to give me a lift from my house. No, we weren't supposed to meet at 20 past. You no, met no, me at 20 past. 20 past when we were supposed to meet. As in, I was 20 minutes after. Oh, I see. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'd come early to pick me up from my house, but I wasn't in my house. I was playing mini golf in the 12th Street. Right. So what (laughs) what actually happened then, Greg, was given that 12th Street is about a mile from my house, what you decided to make me do was drive 20 miles the other direction while you were a mile from my house. Then say, while I was outside your house waiting to give you a lift, you were probably closer to my house than I was. Listen, a few things. 15 miles to my house. <laughs> Secondly, um, I was just sinking a nice putt when I got your text that right. said I'm outside. Right. Uh, Having not considered at any stage but, if we're what? going to watch the four o'clock kickoff, that I'd be outside your house just before four o'clock. Did you want me to get you to drive back over? No, exactly. At, at no stage did you say, oh, by the way, we're in Milton Keynes. Yeah, but we only decided to come to Milton Keynes when you said you couldn't uh, make the earlier kickoff. So right. we thought, what should we do? Let's go and play mini golf. And wait for Tobin Milton Keynes. Well, look, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Did you have a nice time? It was all right, yeah. And the landlord and landlady of said pub are MKFM listeners. So hello to them. Well, I hope they're podcast listeners as well. And they can see, maybe, you know, next time you go in, they'll delay pouring your pint for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, the pint was a bit stale by the time. Oh, no, you hadn't even got me one, actually. No, because I was waiting 20 minutes for you. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, look. Worth the wait, hey. That's Greg, right, it's quite Greg, a quiet you're point. always worth the wait. Yeah. <laughs> quite a quiet point while we watched football. Good game, though. That was Watford a belter, game. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they came back from 2-0 down to uh, get through to the final of the FA Cup. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Sick of two-legged football games. Yeah, they are overrated, aren't they? Rubbish. Like, just have a knockout game. Well, that's it. It makes you I wonder. know the semi-final was, sorry. Yeah, but, um, I mean, the previous... FA Cup it was, but, but I mean, we, we had this conversation actually, yeah, the week, we, about, yeah. about, the, about the Champions League yeah. and whether or not it should be one leg. I mean, you look at those Barcelona fans and apparently they didn't sell out the end at, at Old Trafford because the tickets, first of all, were £102, not oh, to mention getting from Barcelona to, to, to Manchester. That's outrageous. And then the hotel and the obvious night out, obviously. Yeah. Um, but... To watch a game till half time is going to cost you 102 quid just to get in the ground. Then you're going to have to watch the second leg at, at the new Camp, which is probably going to cost you a similar amount of money. What, what's the point? Like, Why would Barcelona fans go to Old Trafford to watch the game, knowing full well that they're going to wa- it's going to end with to be continued? And as a neutral, um, I often only watch the second half of matches. Premier League matches, cup matches. 
and especially even in kickoffs. Sometimes I've, even Don's games. I finished. <laughs> I finished driving the evening. Get home. First off, it's already started. You know, I'm in Nova. I'll have dinner. I'll cook my dinner, whatever. Mm. And sit down to watch the second half because that's when the exciting stuff happens. That's yeah. when there's a result you at the end watch, of that 45 minutes. You don't watch Hollyoaks up until the adverts and then walk off, do you? No, you watch after the adverts. Exactly. <laughs> and then walk off. And then the um, bit after the credits as well. Um, and it's just pointless watching the first leg of a game because it's like, oh, I'm just going to wait till next week and watch the second leg when there's actually a, a result. But on the flip side of that, you would have missed... Manchester uh, Manchester City 9, Burton Albion 0. <laughs> I would have done. I would have done. And then they, what? Did they only score... Was it two in the... Uh, yeah, it was one or two in the other game. They, Rubbish. Yeah, second half let off the gas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Defender lead. Hopefully, Dons don't have to play any two-legged games this season. Well, I just hope that it's 9-0 in the first half at Prenton Park today and that you just... Leave. That, that, that you're not there. You, you've missed it. Um, well, no, uh, because obviously the playoffs are two-legged. So... Hopefully Annoying. We don't have to play any two legged well, yeah, games. Exactly, yeah. Uh, we are on a promotion push. We're going to hear from Paul Tisdale and Russell Martin. Big fan of Russell Martin. Yeah, he's a good talker, isn't good he? Good talker, Russell Martin. We're going to hear from them uh, during the show, during the podcast, as it were, for you. Um, enjoy your bath, put a bit more hot water in. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to play a jingle and we'll get on with it, I guess. Dons on Saturday with Greg Burnett and Toby Locke, MKFM. Where are we going this afternoon? Prenton Park. What that in? That's the home of Tranmere Rovers, Greg. Tranmere Rovers. They're currently in fifth position. That's right, yep. Four the, points adrift. The, make no bones about it, Toby. Sure, it was first versus second last week, but it, Lincoln are basically unreachable. Mm. Unreachable. Yeah. Um, Tranmere can very much reach MK Dons. Yeah, well... Um, this is a bigger game. Well, I imagine that you've probably got that clip lined up. I did actually ask Paul Tisdale that yesterday and did uh, wonder whether or not this is actually a more important game to win than, than the Lincoln game was last week. Um, I, well, I'm asking your opinion, Toby, not Porter's does. Do I think it's yeah. a bigger game? Yes. It absolutely is, because yes. this could be a difference between playoffs and automatic. Yeah, absolutely. And you'd sooner have... It's but At the moment, it's basically four teams vying for two spots, isn't it? Really, what we want is three teams vying for those two spots. Ideally... One team. One one team vying for two spots and Dons can have a stretch out in second and third place. Um, but, you know, with Berry facing potential financial trouble, they could they could fall off the edge of the earth and be in real, real trouble and be out of the, the running for automatics. So if there's one less team in there and then something happens to Berry, then, you know, Dons are high and dry. Yeah, um, it's going to be a massive game this afternoon. We will bring you updates on MKFM after three o'clock with Saturday Sport. As we were just saying, a massive game in League Two this afternoon. MK Dons versus Tranmere Rovers and Dons boss Paul Tisdale thinks the same. Yeah, it's really good fun. It's uh, it's exciting. We've been looking forward to the game all week. Even in the dressing room after the Lincoln game last week, we discussed it before we left. Um, and that's really the, that's really the... Uh, the name of the game at the moment it's all about the next game it's all about doing everything you can to get the uh, get the results and uh, Tramo are going to be a tough team to play against I know they've got a terrific uh, home record as well mm. considered fewer goals than the other team at home and um, they only lost three games at home I think um, I believe that to be the case but so you know really a really tough nut to crack and uh, really really sort of uh, um, challenging place to play as well so um, yeah looking forward to it What's Don's record like at, up at Tranmere? Um, I'm not sure what it's like up at Tranmere on, on the whole um, I think there have been 16 games 
Dons have won 10, Tranmere have won 5, and there's been one draw, and that was earlier this season. Right, okay. Well, it doesn't really tell us anything, actually, does it? No, not really. Pointless question, Greg. The player of the season has been announced, and it is Mitch Hank... No, who is it? James Norwood. James Norwood has won player of the season. He plays for Tranmere, not for MK Dons. that's right. Yeah, he's got 29 goals this season. Um, and uh, we're about to play Tranmere and against Norwood and Paul Tisdale uh, commented on how good Norwood's season has been yeah he's had an, an incredible season um, I signed him as an 18 year old oh, wow. Exeter from, um, from college so I had him for his formative years as a professional footballer he, he was very young at the time I, I can recall him making his debut at Leeds United first game of the season came on as a substitute and uh, did some, did, even though he was on the pitch for 15 minutes did a couple of really good things Um you know, other interesting times. I got on really well with him. He's a very likable chap, but he's really developed as a footballer, and uh, he's he's developed his craft and he knows what he is, and he's very very good at it. And uh, he's had a fantastic season. So um, I enjoyed speaking to him when they were here um, earlier in the season. I had a good chat with him. He's uh, he's really coming to the prime of his career, I think. So uh, we'll be doing everything we can to keep him quiet. Um, easier said than done, of course, but. Uh, they're not just about one player. They've got a really good, uh, a really good uh, team. They've kept lots of clean sheets. They've, uh, um, as we've already said, defensively very good at home. So he's part of a, a really good team that Mickey's put together, and uh, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough game. But what can happen when you sort of big up one player or whatever is they can just have an anonymous game. Not well, saying you will, but like we can't just fear one player. Well, I think. You know, all you need to do is is look to the absolute pinnacle of football and watch that Manchester United Barcelona game in midweek. And for all the the hot air that was blown in the direction of Lionel Messi, he did pretty much nothing. I mean, other than setting up the goal, but he did you know effectively nothing in that game. And Barcelona still ran out as winners. So you can focus all of your energy on stopping one guy, but there's ten other guys who are very capable of. Um, of causing damage to MK Dons this afternoon. It's not just going to be a uh, Norwood. I mean, obviously silencing him will be massive, but you know you can't just focus your entire game plan on one guy. We were talking earlier, Toby, about uh, this game against Tranmere that MK Dons are playing this afternoon being bigger than the one against Lincoln, even though uh, last week it was first versus second in League Two. And Tisdale, wow, he sort of agreed. The stock answer will be the next game is always the biggest game. And... Um... So in that respect, yes, I, I, I know what you're doing. You're looking at the league table, looking at where we are with each other. Um, there's that added, always that added um, element to a game like this where you're you're taking points off the opposition as well as gaining your own points. So um, yeah, it's a really big game, and uh, there's no point hiding it. I don't mean it's what's going to affect us how we how we set up for it, how we try. We're not going to try any less than we have done all season. Um, we're just really looking forward to it. I mean, I, and I'm not. I'm not uh, trying to convince myself of that. We really are. You know, it's uh, it's business end of the year. The players are in really good spirits. Um, the squad has worked well together all year. We've had our problems like every other team, but we're in really good spirits. So, um, yeah, big game. Really looking forward to it. Tough opposition. Um, and it's all about those points. I'm very excited for this afternoon. Yeah, it's going to be massive. I'm, um, it's been a long time since I've actually been up to Brendan Park. Is um, it? Yeah, five or six years, I think. Um, because I think the last one, I was I was actually on holiday and completely missed it. And that was, I think, first versus second around that sort of time as well. So that was another massive game. Um, but yeah, it should be, should be good fun. Toby talked to Paul Tisdale earlier this week. I suppose 
you'll probably say that you you look at potential players for incomings throughout the year and and I don't I don't doubt that at all um but does it make it more difficult when you're in a, a promotion race given you think well do we need to recruit for league 1 or do we need to recruit for league 2 good question i would imagine the 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 dynamic more ref, more reflects the players individually deciding more so than maybe me as the manager um hypothetically we were to get promoted i don't know i'd want to change the, the group too much anyway um if we stay where we are hypothetically i'm happy with the group it maybe comes down more to the players we're likely to to recruit or the players we have here that we're trying to keep what they do so from that point of view it may make things a little more sticky not knowing where we are in terms of uh, my own experience sometimes going up um, to the league above with the same group of players gives you context gives you um, as a manager the ability in the first sort of six months of the season to to use that context to assess where you are rather than just thinking wholesale changes because we're in a league different so it does have an impact but I think it's more from the players point of view rather than mine because um, I want all these players at our club to experience success and get a chance to move up the leagues um, the players may have a different view or different set of choices but uh, I'm hoping we all we're all successful together and all move together um, and we all hope that I think in terms of MK Tons yeah no definitely um I mean, obviously, everybody wants to be in League One next season. That's that's ultimately the goal. Not everyone, um, like the Championship teams, probably don't. Well, no, I mean, everyone at MK Dons, yeah. Greg. Um, right. If you want to be really pedantic yeah. about it, um, but realistically, you can't just go out and and be on a recruitment mission purely for League One players because if the worst thing happens and they don't make it there, then all of a sudden everything's going to be up in the air. Can you not argue though that you want you wouldn't mind having League One players even if we didn't get promoted? Like if you bring in these League One players, surely they're going to be absolutely yeah. But but as Tiz says, it's not going to be ultimately down to whether or not the club want to recruit these guys. Obviously, they want to recruit the best players. It'll be whether or not the players want to come. Mm. And if they're saying yes, we'll sign for you, given that you're in League One next season, and sure. then all of a sudden all the papers are ripped up because Dons are still in League Two, then it becomes scratching around and panic buying players yeah. to, to get them in as quick as possible. Um, and they, they really don't want to be in that position. Yeah. Interesting transfer window, whatever happens. Quite a lot of MK Dons players are out of action at the moment through injury. Uh, we talked to Russell Martin, one of the uh, of last few defenders still standing at MK Dons, uh, about that sort of bad luck. Yeah, I've, I've not known uh, such bad luck really as well. It's, it's nothing to do with preparation it's just really it's freak injuries a lot of them so um fortunately i'm still standing i uh, hope that will remain the case but it'll be good to get a few of them back before the end of the season that's for sure uh, well it has been a massive difference hasn't it especially missing jmt yes um but surprisingly he's not really featured i think he's played four times since the end of november wow which is a you know near well best part of six months now um and yeah, they've just been one blow after another and after another and after another. And just as they seemingly get one guy back, somebody else falls by the wayside. And, you know, with Alex Gilby now out, it's it's going to be bare bones come these, these last five games. But ultimately, it's going to make the, 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 the people who are going to make the difference are the ones who are fit. Yeah. So if, if Dons can keep as good a squad as they've got all fit now... Then, then fingers crossed they'll they'll be where they need to be. Potential curse of Dons on Saturday, of course, because Alex Gilby was on the show before getting injured. Literally got injured in the next match. 
We caught up with Russell Martin ahead of the MK Dons game this afternoon. He's played for uh, many clubs. He's played in the Premier League, in the Championship, in League One. He's very experienced. Um, and we asked him whether he's enjoying his time in League Two with MK Dons. Yeah, I've re- as I said last time I spoke to you guys, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, really enjoying being part of this group uh, of players and, and being part of the club. Um, and obviously to be part of Motion Push is something that I came here for. Um, so I felt I've got better with as the games have gone on. I felt I've got better, better and stronger. Um, and you get more used to the group. You get more in tune with what the manager wants and what the players are like. And uh, hopefully that will continue to the end of the season. Hopefully we, you know, we'll get what we've all what we're all here for, which mm. is promotion. That's what I've come here for. So um, it's gone okay. Uh, hopefully it will continue to do that. And, and as I said, we'll we'll be celebrating at the end of the season. That's the plan. Um, yeah. Well, that, the plan is to celebrate at the end of the season. So um, hopefully we'll be celebrating at the end of the day. Well, yes. I'd, I'd quite like to be part of the celebrations, even if we're not part of the first team celebrations. I'd, I, think, <laughs> I think you and me might go out for a couple of beers if, if Ooh, I'm busy. Oh, sorry, mate. I'm very busy. We've talked about this before, Toby. As we approach the business end of the season, as a fan, you start to get a bit nervous, right? You get excited, you get nervous ahead of these big games. And we asked Russell Martin, the MK Don centre-back, whether it affects them as players as well. So as, as, as much as we all feel it, I'm sure other people will... Uh, will feel, I think what we've got is a lot of experience in the dressing room, mm. a lot of older players that are used in the way that um, by Tiz and, and the staff that they enjoy being used. So I think their experience is called upon um, and, and relied on a lot of trust put in the older players in this group. So I think that will stand us in good stead. I'm not sure many of the other teams have got that. But as I said before, we're just focusing on ourselves. Another big game at the weekend one we're really looking forward to but as I said to the lads speaking to young Callum the other day much prefer to be like this much prefer to be playing games that actually mean something than just floating away in mid-table mm. or, or actually fighting something like they were in last year in the position they were in last year fighting mitigation that's difficult that's a horrible place yeah. but when you're actually fighting to achieve something and win something and get promotion brilliant place to be because it, it, you know, it might not come about in your career again you, some people go through a whole career without experiencing it at all so um, I think it's to be embraced um, and if you're feeling a bit, ner- if you don't feel any nerves at all, you've got a problem. Shouldn't be playing the game. <laughs> so a little bit of nerves used in the right way will be good. Much like my GCSE uh, drama teacher said to me, "What's that? That nerves are a good thing. Oh really? And to use them. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. You know, I'd completely get the chokes in my uh, performance and freeze oh, no. completely. Oh no. Oh no. And, that, and so ended your budding acting career. Well, I still got an A. Because I, I just, oh, because you were acting like you were nervous. I styled it out. Yeah. I pretended to um, take some paracetamol in, uh-huh. a, in a mime glass. Now, bear in mind, nothing else in this play was mime. <laughs> like, everything else had props. But I was like, I've forgotten my lines. I know I've got a monologue, but I don't know which monologue it is. Right. I know, as soon as I start it, I can finish the monologue. I know the yeah, words, yeah. but I don't know it's which. It's like when, you, like when you know a song. You know all the rest of it, like, but you, if, if someone, as soon as someone feeds you that first line, you're away. Yeah. No, I knew the first line. I just didn't know which monologue it was that I was supposed to say. And I was like, oh, wow. I know if I say the wrong one, it's not going to make sense for everyone else. Yeah. So it was on me. The whole group performance was on me mm-hmm. to get this monologue right. And I thought, what am I going to do? I was like, I need a drink. And I was like, I'm going to mime having a drink. <laughs> Pop some paracetamol in there as well. Mind having a drink. The rest of my uh, group were sitting there going, crack, crack, crack. <laughs> like trying to feed me the line and stuff. Yeah. I was like, look, guys. I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to mind having a drink over here. Anyway, got an A. Regardless, MK Dons are playing Tranmere this afternoon. Uh, might get a bit more of Russell Martin before the show ends if I stop talking. And Dua Lipa playing next on MKFM. Dons on Saturday with Greg Burnett and Toby Locke. MKFM. Another podcast in the can. Yep. 
Um, so this show is not on anymore after the uh, like 11th of May. Once the season's over, you mean? Yeah. So this is, we're now counting down essentially the days, the shows. We've got, what, three or four left? Yeah, yeah. It's like the really business end of the season, isn't it? Well, especially when we get our notice to say, get lost, boys. We don't need you now. Mm, we're going to... Well, particularly me. We'll... Yeah, I'll still be here. The... Um, We'll do like we did an award show last year, didn't we? Yeah. With some your nonsense awards. What do you mean nonsense? Uh, alternative awards. That's better. Sorry. So maybe we'll do that. Yeah, I've well. actually I have actually already written the alternative Ooh. awards. Am I nominated for any? Um, Not going to ask if I've won, but no. am I nominated? Oh. No, I don't think so. I think you do get a name check, but I don't think you get. Yeah. Well, I better get a name check. Oh, for goodness. Have I not won a single award in it? Uh, no. I don't. I genuinely don't think you have. I'm sorry, mate. If uh, Luke Ashmead from the BBC has won Best Bald Sports Reporter, I'd be very annoyed. No, but uh, he, he, there is an award. Oh my! For for Luke Ashmead, yeah. Oh my gosh! You'll love it. Okay. You will love it. I'm trying to think of some of the great award-winning things I've done though this season. I couldn't even give myself one. Actually, no. I tell a lie. I did give. I did give myself an award. And I think that's a teaser for for the column in a few weeks' time. Listen to me. Yep. Uh, we end with a clip. It's not really football-related today, but I just wanted your opinion on this clip. Um, it's from MKFM Drive, 4 till 8 every weekday. Who presents that, Greg? Greg Burnett. Oh, the um, Greg Burnett? Yeah, big Whoa. time. And uh, we play a competition, the MKFM Mystery Voice with Marco's New York Italian, £500 to be won for identifying the mystery voice, which I'm not going to play to you because I've not got it on my screen. I was uh, going to say, are we, are we doing this competition now? Is that no. why you're giving it such a massive plug? Someone called Chris played the other day. Oh, Chris. Yeah, I know Chris. I, I just want you to comment on how smooth Chris was. What a successful marriage Chris definitely has. I asked him what he'd do if he won the £500. Uh, take my partner out for a nice meal. Mm, oh, that's one hell of a meal for £500. Well, he's worth it. <laughs> oh, he's like silk, isn't he? Yeah. So smooth. Chris. Well done, Chris. Yeah. Round of, little round of applause. But, Chris. but, yeah. is Chris really going to be spending £500 on the night out? Or is he saying, come on, let's let's go out. I'll treat you to a £200 dinner and then pocket in the other 300 quid to maybe buy a bigger telly or something. Yeah. Or McDonald's Monopoly on at the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Eight ninety nine dinner. Yeah, oh, big time. Fuck it, the rest of the money. Who knows? Yeah. Well, well done, Chris. Anyway, that's a lot of nuggets for five hundred notes, though, isn't it? 